Welcome back to the Jen and Julian podcast, everybody. Why does it feel like it's been so long? It feels I don't like it's know. been forever. It hasn't, though. It's only been a week. Well, it's been a long seven days, and we're happy to be back here. <laughs> Welcome back. This episode of the Jen and Julian podcast brought to you by ThreadUp. ThreadUp makes it easy to afford brands and designers you might not normally buy, like Lululemon, Rag and Bone, J. Crew for up to 90% off. Uh, right now, you can get uh, an extra 40% off your order. That's on top of the discounts they already have on their site. So you go to ThreadUp, that's T H R E D up.com slash Jen and Julian. Get an extra 40% off your order. Keep your wardrobe stylish while keeping your wallet happy. Also brought to you by Tracker. Uh, guys, Tracker is a tiny little coin-sized device that you can put on your things so you do not lose them. It works. Trust me, it is very cool. You track it via GPS on their app. Very helpful. You won't be losing your stuff anymore. Wallets, keys, Drones, whatever. Backpacks. Uh, Mine's in my backpack. Backpacks. They're amazing. Right now, head to Tracker. That's T-R-A-C-K-R.com slash... Uh, actually, it's just Tracker.com. You enter uh, promo code Jenna Julian, and you get uh, a free Tracker Bravo with your order. Check that out and stop losing your shit. Here Thank you, go. sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Oh, boy. You guys knew it was coming. Oh, boy. You guys knew it was coming. Oh, boy. I think, uh, so, as you've seen the title or whatever, we're going to be talking about YouTube's highly controversial restricted mode. Uh, Probably one of the only times I have publicly called out a corporation on Twitter. I think. Maybe. Can you, like, think of another time? I mean, you might have once at at some point called out. like five years ago. Yeah, but, like, this is different because it's YouTube. Well, and it's also... In theory, my employer. So yeah, I mean, if you, that's true, um, I done lost it. I done snapped on Twitter, as many of you saw, and it was very. I wouldn't usually do that. I wouldn't usually write it um, out in tweet form like that. But because it happened on a day when we had just podcasted, yeah, we literally like, already finished. Recording. Literally the next day, a different podcast was going up. I would have, you know, saved all of my thoughts so that I could clearly articulate, well, as clearly as I can. Sometimes I get angry. Clearly articulate them in enough context where you understand what I'm saying. Um, um, but yeah, I, I done snapped on Twitter. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about YouTube's restricted mode and what we think about that, because there's a lot going on. And I think the general consensus on Twitter, on YouTube, and what a lot of people are saying, I personally think are pieces of the puzzle and not the puzzle. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, would you like me to follow this outline? Well, I was uh, I was just going to kind of start it off by kind of explaining for those who might not know uh, what YouTube restricted mode is. Uh, so basically, in the last week, about a week ago, it, it made news because um, so basically YouTube released this new mode on YouTube. No, called, it's not new. It's been around since well, 2010. Well, it came out last week, so it's not new. It's been in place, but it it was it made news last week. It made news last week. It's it's existed for like seven years. I think it came out in 2010, where you can turn on if you go into your app or your YouTube account, wherever you use it, you go into settings. Forgive me, forgive me. It made news because of what people were noticing about it last week. So it's always been there where you can browse in restricted mode and it censors out, we don't know what, it censors out swear words, censors out politics, nudity, if they're mildly sexual content, obviously. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that, or at least we assumed. And then it made noise the last week because... People in the LGBTQ plus community were saying that anything with a hint of LGBTQ plus was being censored. Like it, I saw people tweeted at me uh, test videos. They were three seconds long of like their desk, and it just has the word "gay" in the title, and it's instantly restricted. So this is clearly a or line even in the tags, right? A line of code that someone has written in to censor out the LGBTQ plus community, which did not go over well, nor should it because YouTube restricted mode has been around for a while, which is fine. I think most people can understand the, the desire or market or whatever for restricted browsing. We understand that from YouTube's perspective and maybe in terms of advertising, we understand that in terms of maybe people that want a limited, you know, whatever. Maybe they're a little older than the YouTube kids app. 
maybe their parents that want to censor what their 12-year-old's watching, who's not going to sit and watch YouTube kids. You know, who knows? Maybe they're very religious people that would like just, just some basic information and nothing else. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Uh, but the LGBTQ plus community was like, you censored an entire sexual orientation or multiple sexual orientations, which goes against their own terms of service, which says that they, you can't like, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't discriminate against race, gender, sexual orientation, which is exactly what YouTube restricted mode did. And so I said some things on Twitter, like, oh, what's next? Uh, uh, No minorities mode, (laughs) no women mode. Uh, So that's that's (laughs) kind of like what makes this such a huge deal, I feel like, is because when they when they implemented this code. Uh, whenever they actually did it, whenever we, they did whenever it. they did it, we you know we it was know. just noticed last week. But who knows when they actually put it in? Uh, when they did it, it started to limit and kind of fuck uh, a lot of YouTubers who are uh, like uh, who really haven't been involved in any sort of controversial shit. Uh, you look at Gigi Gorgeous, for example. She just did a YouTube Red documentary about her life, right? With YouTube Red. And there's like, what, five videos on her channel in restricted mode? Because all of her videos having anything to do with the fact that she's trans or the fact that anything about any of that, sexuality, uh, her gender, whatever, all of that gone off her channel. There's like five makeup videos and like a handful of other things. Which is which is better than other trans. Which is better than other trans where their channels don't even appear. Right. Where it's not even anything. In addition, trans, we both trans have vo- women makeup tutorials are just gone. In addition, you and I both have our channels completely censored. They're not appearing on restricted right. mode for whatever reason. Uh, who knows? Right. Uh, but it, it's very interesting because like, there's a lot of very big YouTubers who really have been kind of squeaky clean, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. Haven't really done anything wrong, controversial, whatever. Spoken out wrongly about whatever. And now they're being completely censored with restricted mode. That's what I find most interesting is is just the sheer volume of the large, large creators who are seemingly innocent getting completely right. fucked by this. And I think the general consensus is, okay, YouTube. Um, and they sent out that tweet that was like, oh, we saw the problem. We're going to fix it. And Susan Wojnicki herself tweeted out, like, I'm, uh, I, we hear you guys and we're going to investigate. Bitch, you are the CEO. What are you investigating, what, Susan? What I want to know, know is how YouTube creators can tweet out something like, we do not restrict LGBTQ plus videos. Yes, you do, though. Like, if you actually go and check it, you—that's a complete lie. It's a flat lie. You can say we didn't intend to, or this, this, this. this, Like Phil, uh, Phil said on one of his shows last week was like, "What, what would be the problem with YouTube just tweeting out before any of this went down? Hey, guys, we're testing this new fucking thing. This is the restricted mode. It might not work. It might be a shit show. But just want you guys to know they couldn't do that. So then, when people found out, it's just it's a fucking shit fight. Right? No one knows what to do. Everyone's freaking out, as they kind of should be. Uh, And then finally. I think YouTube posted something along the lines of, we heard you, it's not working, we're going to fix it. Right. Which, it, to me, felt like a little too little, a little too late, but, you know, at least they at least they said something. Right. And I think a lot of the conversation coming, f- like, in opposition to YouTubers being upset about it is, well, it's just, a, it's just a feature. Like, you can turn it off. Like, what's your problem? You're not really being censored. But there's a bigger underlying issue going on, and... Keemstar of all people, to me, actually did an okay job covering uh, YouTube Agegate, to me, which is completely connected. Um, there's a YouTuber, I'm going to look up his name right now, and I, then I have something to say about it. Uh, what is YouTube Agegate? Give me one second. Well, I'll go. I'll get into that one second. His name is Sticks Hex and Hammer Six Six Six. Which on the podcast about PewDiePie, I said that I watched a video by Sargon of Akkad, and then people were like, you know, he's pretty far right. Uh, you know, and I'm not trying to make full pause here, but like, if someone makes a thoughtful video, I don't really care about their right-wing political views, nor does that mean that I mirror anything that they say on the rest of their channel. If someone's making a a well-thought-out video with points that I think are important, that's why I just said this. He just made a video that I thought he offered me something that I had not thought of before, which I will get into. But for YouTube Agegate, and and 
like I think everyone has a, an understanding of the restricted mode and that YouTubers are upset about it and that they're giving YouTube the benefit of the doubt, which I personally don't 100% think that they deserve because someone physically went in there and wrote that code and are just fingers crossed that people don't make a big fucking deal out of it because none of this is an accident. YouTube AgeGate and the giant unsub glitch, in my opinion, with restricted mode are all connected and this is what I think, my own personal opinion. So Keemstar covered YouTube AgeGate, I'm sure there's other people that have, but you can go watch that video. He does a more in-depth job than I'm going to do right now. But basically that there was a gamer who was at PAX who was with a YouTube employee who, I don't know, you've had some interaction with YouTube employees, yes? I've had a, a fair amount. Yeah. They, it's a little frustrating talking to them sometimes, and this is nothing personal because I know it is purely their job, but they tend to have sort of a rehearsed answer for you. So if you have a question, a very specific question about something about YouTube or your channel or anything like that, they will give you this like non-answer answer that sounds like someone could have written it on a piece of paper and they read it to you, whether it be on the phone. Robotic. Right. So this um, employee of YouTube, this person's contact, was allegedly a couple of drinks in, getting so a little wild. Is this the, did Keemstar break this story? Yes. Okay, because I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. And, um, Getting a little wild, getting a little loose-lipped. And uh, this gamer asked this person, uh, you know, what's going on with uh, my channel? I forget yeah. what in what context. Yeah. But basically, this person spilled the beans in that the, oh, the unsub glitch is what they asked about. Yeah. You know, what's going on with unsub glitch? Like, I'm not buying that this is, like, some accident. Because if I don't know how closely you guys paid attention to the unsub glitch. But it was basically every time someone unsubscribed from a channel. And who was it? It's the live stream we were watching. He got negative subscribers. It yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Every time someone unsubscribed from a channel, it would automatically, like, double that, basically. Yeah. So you could sit there and subscribe and unsubscribe, and it would count as, like, two and then four and then yeah, exponentially. I don't think we talked about the unsub glitch. Glitch, we at did least a little bit. The podcast. Well, we didn't make a podcast about no, it. No, because I talked about it in the PewDiePie video or podcast, and that I I felt like YouTube has been. It felt like they got caught. Whatever. It didn't feel like they messed up. It felt like right. they were doing something that they thought they wouldn't get caught for, and got caught. And and to me, this is the exact same like format that yeah. it's going down. Yeah. Like someone wrote this code, and the YouTube community caught it, and we're upset, and we're making noise, and we want to know why, we want to know what, and they're giving us these. Oh my God, so sorry, just kidding. Like, if, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying any of it, and I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt because this has happened too many times. And PewDiePie was my last straw with them. They had a great opportunity to have his bucking back, and they clearly are not on the sides of the creator. Yeah, they, well, they, in I my like, opinion, I feel like anyone who who has looked at the kind of actions that they've that they've done Your in the last speak for few months, like anyone who's actually paid close attention to what YouTube is 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 doing in these situations where it's getting hairy, it's not looking good. Well, if you're paying attention to actually their responses and what they're doing. Uh, that they can, what's in their power, and what the, what's actually being done, you'd know by now that they don't have the creators' backs. It's pretty, it's pretty out there. I mean, it's pretty right. clear at this point. So, anyways, back to this. So PAX, you're talking to the, the drunk YouTube PAX employee situation, and the YouTube employee said that the unsub glitch was actually, you know, get this, a new program that they're testing out, kind of like restricted mode, blocking the existence of LGBTQ plus community people, members, yeah. or types of video. It's a new thing that they're just testing quietly, right? So what it does, and I'm sure you've heard this in other videos, like Phil has talked about it, other people have talked about it, about how they're trying, or through the grapevine we're hearing that they are trying to implement ratings for channels. So like you're, you're either a kid's channel or you're a teen or you're mature. Uh, we don't know what those are. We don't know whose channels fall into what category or how they, how they come about that. Or like Phil said, if, if you were rated relatively mature, what would you, what would you have to do with your channel? Like how many videos would need to be like, do you know what I'm saying? Like if if you if you were mature content and you could no longer make any money because all of that was you know in the future, uh, 
that's why YouTubers are concerned about restricted mode, because what are the future implications of that, perhaps? In the future, should your whole channel be blocked out like mine or like yours or like Shane's, what would what would one need to do in order to make content that they deemed family friendly or advertiser friendly? We just want to know. We just basically want information. Yeah. And uh, this person had no no real answer for that. They they don't they didn't have specific parameters of how many age brackets there were or or what what that channel included that would get them into that rating and that the unsub glitch was essentially if you're 14 years old and you go on YouTube and you make an account and you subscribe to a channel that they were deeming as mature it would automatically unsubscribe you from that channel because it is above your age. <clears throat> so they're essentially taking television ratings and instead and of... enacting them for the users. Exactly. Which, by the way, if you are even close to skeptical about that, know this, that for the past, like, four months, however how, however long it's been since the Unzim glitch, I've been getting comments literally on every vlog saying, how was I unsubbed? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Resubscribe. Right. And, like, you think these, like, one, two, three, maybe five, maybe ten. Okay, maybe ten people were, like, joking around, made it up, or was trying to, you know, get involved in the drama of everything. But when you see these comments nonstop about people who are genuinely baffled, they're it like, wait a minute, I was me. unsubscribed. It happens to you. I've been unsubscribed from channels before, too. Or me too. they just don't show up in my sub box at all. Uh, things like that. It's, it's, it happens, and it's not just you. It's not just me. It's not just you. Well, this we, is happening across the board, and people are complaining and real, about it. It's real. And it's, YouTube, it's proven itself. So you remember the video, YouTube's first response, that was like, we are not unsubscribing people from people's channels. And you're like, sure, dog, whatever you fucking say. And Who then, is? And then that, I forget his fucking name, but he, he literally alone found the unsub glitch and live-streamed it because it was hysterical. Yeah, I think, I think we said his name on the PewDiePie podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you, you were looking at screens of like five different channels that were just shooting down and subscribers going up and then shooting down. Right, because it, it was actually, if you go into the YouTube app and then you go to li- the live tab, it was like the number one video on live. Yeah. So people were watching it, then going to people's channels to like test it out. And I think Tana had lost like yeah. a million subscribers no, she lost, like she lost 12 two, hours. She lost two million. She lost all of her subscribers yeah. at one point. And I mean, YouTube fixed it and then again played this like, oh my God, we don't know what happened. You know, we're so sorry. No. That's not a glitch. No. That's not a glitch. No. Absolutely not. Like on what fucking planet does that line of code just fucking exist? No, a glitch is having sports highlights show up on the comedy page. That's a glitch. Right. This is like something way, way bigger that was exposed. Right. So we, I, I had theorized in that podcast about what the unsub glitch was about. I said at that time, I believe, yeah. that it was a way for the YouTube community to self-police itself. So when you have a channel like Leafy or something where maybe YouTube understands that it's very popular, they can't get rid of this channel because it's not violating any of the community guidelines. Yeah, they're just going to throttle but they, it. But they made, they created a way to where anytime someone unsubscribed it would yeah. actually count for two and then in that way they could self Which is wrong as fuck. A little dirty. I mean, yeah. But is this really any different? Because if they're making age brackets, this is why unsub, unsub glitch, age gate, and restricted mode are all connected to me. Because they are creating age groups. They are making it so if you're within a certain age group, you maybe in the future you cannot subscribe like there are people on uh youtube uh, computers keemstar talked about this in his video where they would search for their channel and if you are under a certain age that person doesn't exist they just don't show up just to clarify you're logged in what is a youtube computer I think they were at like a, a YouTube space. Okay, so a, a computer sure, at though. a YouTube office but it, or YouTube Just imagine space. you were in restricted mode. Okay, okay. So you're signed in as a user who's registered to be under 14. Or you're just in restricted mode. Right, yeah. So let's play along. Okay. So you're 14 years old. Okay, you're signed in, in future, to a 14-year-old. Okay. In the future, in theory, if you went onto YouTube and you searched Jenna Marbles or PewDiePie 
Nothing shows exist. up. Nothing shows you up. You can't search for it. The videos don't show up. The nothing person shows doesn't show up. up. And nothing. there's there's screenshots that exist right now that if you turn on restricted mode and then you type in someone's channel like you did yours or I did mine, it does nothing shows they, up. They didn't exist. There's a uh, there's a kid named Ty Turner who's uh, trans uh, female to male, mm-hmm. and I uh, I'm subscribed to him. I subscribed to him a while ago, and when as soon as this happened, he was the first person I thought of to check. So I turned on restricted mode. And by the way, I mean his videos are very very PG. I mean there's just mm-hmm. vlogs and his life and it's there's nothing wrong with it but he's trans he doesn't exist right. there was like 10 channels that showed up which is so insane to me that right. someone can go on there and test like and I, I was on the road with colin when i first found this we were talking via text and i signed in to uh jenna julian games just to search for my channel because i figured if i was signing into my channel it might it might be different i signed into a different channel look for my channel nothing like lists and lists of channel my dad's channel came up mm-hmm. like everything but me mm-hmm. and it's the same for you, and it's the same for so many fucking people that you're like, wait a second. Even Joey Graceffa, who he's worked with YouTube, there's like five videos on this channel in restricted right. mode. Right. Well, so I have I have two theories about why this is, and and um, the Sticks Hammer six 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 whatever his name offered me uh, a third viewpoint that I w- we can link that video in the description. I think you guys should check it out. It's insightful. Yeah, and just come on, don't don't lose your shit about fucking. The we're talking rest about of we're talking about a single video. A here. single video. Okay, that's all. Um, I don't have an issue with someone else's political views and then <laughs> listening. At the end of the day, a we're talking do, about though. an isolated okay. piece of content. There's yes. nothing more to it. Um. And he, it's freedom of speech. He can fucking say whatever he wants. Right. It is what it is. Uh, but it's a, a good video, in my opinion. Um, my first theory, which I said on Twitter, is that this has everything to do with money. Uh, this is the one that I actually believe. And in combination with what Sticks Hammer whatever said... Um, it's essentially television on YouTube. So you have like age brackets, uh, mature 13 plus kids, you know, like you before a television show starts and it's like, this is for mature audience only, but you can't control who's watching a television at a certain time. You don't know who's really watching it. You get some demographic information. So they sell ads. It's like while you're, while you're watching jeopardy, you have all of these ads for older people. I imagine there's life insurance and there's, you know, diabetes medication. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. And I'm not saying that to be offensive. No, they're, no, they're, there's targeted ads towards exactly. what, towards the demographic. That's a but thing. I, I imagine the television can only get so much information. If YouTube has these people that register their age, location, gender, everything about themselves on YouTube, and we have direct, that's one of the coolest parts about the internet is that you get instant feedback. You know who's watching. You can break it down by any way that you want. Like, you know your demographics. I know my demographics. Anyone that creates content on YouTube can figure out their demographics. It's pretty cool. Um, But in a way to leverage that for money, what YouTube can do is to break people's channels into groups and then sell premium ads to premium demographics for even Which are more money. Premium by YouTube, right? And the so, advertisers. So if you if you take it at its bare bones, which. First of all, Hank Green had tweeted that he didn't think this had anything to do with advertising. He thinks restricted mode is completely different than advertising. Um, I can't say that I think that's wrong, but I also can't. How does Hank know that? Do you well, know what I'm saying? I mean, it's his it's his opinion. Right. So if you disagree with it, you disagree with it. But there's I, no way. Of, I think that I disagree with this. I would too. Because I, I I have limited experience with corporations, but corporations do things in two ways, in my opinion. I'm going to keep saying that uh, for money or for power and control and or both. Or both. And I really think that YouTube right now is in the the super duper fucking rat race of power and control and money for, you know, alpha status of the fucking universe. Yeah. And the only reason that they would begin breaking down channels into age brackets is for a monetary reason, not because they're concerned about the youth of America watching things slightly outside of, you know, the level of appropriateness. This is to sell like premium ads to people for squeaky, more money to squeaky clean on squeaky clean channels that have right. nothing that ads will advertisers will have a problem right. with. So, and I just want to add on really quick. Can I, can I add on really quick? If YouTube ever wanted to uh, make a statement about how they're, they, they don't want to support LGBT or, or anything like that. 
uh, there's so much in YouTube's past that just disagrees with that. Right. Like celebrating uh, love is love. I mean, so right. much of YouTube has been celebrating uh, the LGBT community for right. so long. So this coming out saying, you know, people thinking that it has anything to do with that is wrong. It's just right. it's plain wrong. Right. Well, I mean, to me, there's a couple of theories there. I, don't, I never has it ever crossed my mind that YouTube or anyone that works at YouTube could is homophobic in the least. Like I, I really I, it's I it can't imagine it. But. There is a possibility, maybe, that some of the advertisers that want to advertise on YouTube are, and they would, they would, 100%. they do not want their ads 100%. in that community. And I tweeted, like, yes, that we would appreciate some transparency about why the LGBTQ plus community is being blocked or restricted as a whole. And they don't want to be transparent because that would mean admitting that someone actually went in there and put this in as some sort of feature to block. Because an ad advertising agency or advertiser with big money came on YouTube, came to YouTube and said, hey, we want to give you all of this money here, but we, we can't put it on this video. So we're going to need you to restrict these videos from our ads. Right. Uh, otherwise, we're not going to pay you. And you, I mean, this is your theory. I'm just I'm just playing it out. Like how yeah, and I that, think it and that could be down. totally wrong. But it could also just fit into the idea that in order to be squeaky clean, it can't have any sort of sexual orientation content whatsoever. Okay. As long as we know what you're blocking and why, you know what I'm saying? They they can't be transparent about it because then they would be like, well, yeah, we blocked the, the entire group based on sexual orientation. Yeah. And that's fucking problematic for money, for a paycheck. You're marginalizing a gigantic group of people for a paycheck. And I think the transparency thing is, is it's just is there's no argument against it at this point. YouTube is not transparent. They're not nothing about what they're doing or how they're how they're thinking or right. a- advertiser business that's happening, which involves the creators. Nothing about that is transparent. Nothing has even come close to transparent. Right. It's all secretive. And right. then they tell us a narrative that they're they've written out and are ready for people to know. So second theory, and this is my own theory. So take that for what it is, and then I'll get into the third theory. Okay. Second, what? No, just go ahead. You're good. The second theory is has to do with uh, I forget which podcast it was when we were talking about um, the censored searches for Hillary Clinton and things around the, the election time. And I theorized: Is it so far fetched to believe that uh, you know when Hillary Clinton and Susan Wojcicki are having dinner and lunch together and shit like that at the you know whatever? You don't have to go back and listen to that about exactly what that was. But you know what I'm saying? The association between political figures and YouTube. Yes. And also, this is the first time that we were seeing a filtering of news. And we had that whole talk about Philip DeFranco and about how... It was the demonetization of YouTube podcast, right? Yes. About how news channels were getting hit really hard and nobody knew why. Yeah. So we were, of course, again, left to speculate, um, much like we are right now. But is it that far-fetched to believe if if you don't buy the ad revenue, if, if, you, if you don't think that YouTube's doing this in, in an effort to make more money somehow, uh, is it so far-fetched to believe that this could just be another political agenda, in theory? Absolutely not. If it wasn't far-fetched to begin with before, why would it be far-fetched to begin with now? Well, so I'm just, I'm saying it in case, because what J.G. Gorgeous said was really important, which was, it mirrors a lot of what's going on in politics right now, because the LGBTQ plus community, uh, you know, this was like their their safe fucking cool place to come hang out and to make informational content that doesn't exist other places. Like, it's so easy to access it. It's just fucking, it's amazing. Yeah. Big giant community on YouTube that serves so many important roles to people, uh, to young kids as well. And, uh, it's being censored. But is that the most impossible thing to believe when you have someone like Mike Pence in the White House? Definitely not. So it's just a fucking theory. It's a good theory. That's not the one that I think is happening. But if but you it didn't is a buy it, yeah. yeah. And the third one that Six Hammer, whatever, made a video about was the new television streaming that YouTube had announced. The YouTube TV. See, that that's interesting because right. of the timing of everything. Right. So if you combine the first theory with this theory, I think is the most plausible theory, which his is really a combination of it. I think so, too. And if, which, you, and if, if you're out of the loop right now, YouTube announced something called, what, YouTube TV? Is that what it's called, YouTube TV? I don't remember. Something, a couple weeks ago, they announced this, YouTube's new TV streaming service where they've uh, partnered with a whole bunch of huge network channels that you can now 
get live streamed on YouTube for a monthly right. subscription fee. So you're basically watching TV on YouTube. And everyone was like, tight. That sounds great. Like, cheaper. I, I don't have to pay for cable anymore. Like, I can just watch it in along alongside with all my favorite YouTubers. Like, that sounds great. His theory, though, is that in order to cut that deal with these people, news channels that are going to be streaming on YouTube don't want to compete with Philip DeFranco. Yeah. People that want to do dumb, stupid shit that I do don't want to compete with me for views. People that uh, corporate, I'm talking about corporations, corporations don't want to compete with PewDiePie for views. They want to cut a deal with YouTube and they want that to be pushed to the top immediately. And they want to get a return on their investment in streaming on YouTube. I think this is the most plausible thing. I agree. I agree. So when you're breaking things up into age brackets, like just, just see all of your favorite YouTubers and people that are currently making content on YouTube and what have, who have made the platform what it is. You know, we are the, the loud, annoying masses to YouTube. The real money is going to come from corporations when, and this is what Sticks Hammer 666 said in his video, is that YouTube is gearing up to replace television. They are our television of the future. No one else has the equipment the uh, you know set up the infrastructure to become the television of the future and YouTube does but by no means does that mean the creators and the channels existing on YouTube are going to be those channels those are going to be the ones that are pushed aside so the TV right. networks can come in and have that place online. Right. So he pointed out that searches on YouTube are being filtered. Like if you type in something into yeah. YouTube, yeah. the chances are you're going to see things, well, A, that have been viewed many, many, many times. Yeah. But I've tried this plenty of times where the video that I'm looking for, maybe it's been viewed the most. It's difficult to find because there's some other crap in there that just fucking shows up for yeah, no it's reason. Being pushed. Or in your suggested videos, it seems like sometimes there's a lot of things pushed to you that you don't fucking want you're not getting the subscriptions that you subscribe to and other people's channels that you are not subscribed to are being pushed at you or down your throat for whatever reason we don't know but i think that it is plausible that if they are gearing up to break us up into different types of genres they can sell ads on those things and or they can push us out and this can become YouTube in theory if you're looking for a doomsday theory for us independent creators can just become a television streaming service because everyone that's independently doing this has all of a sudden been pushed out by the large corporations is that so far-fetched I think out of all three theories, that's the least far-fetched. I mean, it, it, it kind of ties back to theory one. But, by you know, it's... I mean, it's, we already see some <clears throat> of it with, like, the Ellen Show and Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. They push these fucking videos and they are just... Like millions and millions and millions and millions of views, a because they show up every single time you sign on to YouTube in any capacity. Homepage every day, right? So Suggested. I mean, if you're fucking bored enough, you'll click on it. You know, yeah. even if you didn't come on YouTube to look at that, like sometimes it's just there. You know, and you're seeing how that has over the course of a few years smashed other creators in terms of views. Yeah. And if if you post a video and it gets 20,000 views as opposed to a time when you were getting, you know, 500,000, people just tend to assume, well, it's probably not a great video, so I'm probably going to skip out on that one. Whereas if I see a video that was posted yesterday and has 10 million views, I feel like, wow, I'm missing out on something. I should probably watch this. And thus perpetuates the cycle of the top stay on the top and the small don't get to grow anymore. We've created a barrier for people so that they can't grow anymore, independently or organically. So if you imagine these other television companies or corporations coming into YouTube, they've already paid to be in certain places, to be all over the place, to be what people watch. Like, what do you think that does to independent creators? So I have a question. Go ahead. I mean... After all of this, I mean, after all of this backlash from the restricted mode, after the backlash from the unsub glitch, after the backlash from the PewDiePie fiasco, Mm -hmm. after all of this community backlash Mm -hmm. where, where so many people are up in arms, like huge numbers of people and their fans are pissed. A, will do you think YouTube will ever change their ways about how they're conducting their shit, given the fact that the, the, the internet and the YouTube sphere of people police themselves in, in, in not the way we we're talking about in the way of like when shit's fucked up people speak out and there's fucking mobs of people angry all over YouTube asking for answers 
Like, will this ever make it so YouTube changes their mind about how, at least how they're, they're going about these changes? Not the changes themselves, but like how they're going about them, how they're communicating. Will that ever change? And my no. second question is, after all of this, like, this is, n- nobody on, on YouTube has has gone a week without mentioning this. Like, everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Is YouTube just going to, you know, say the third theory is true. Say that they're really trying to filter out these channels so that TV channels can, can usurp this, them. Yes. Do you think YouTube is going to just completely ignore this this response. Yes. Yes. I think that they they always give this calculated glazing over answer of like, "Oops, our bad. So sorry." It's a fake solution. It's always a fake little calm down everyone. Don't freak out. And then people are so quick to be like, "Thank you YouTube. Really appreciate it." Fucking double hands emoji. Like it, in my opinion, YouTube only answers to one thing and one thing only. Money. The almighty dollar. Yeah. They do not, this YouTube space, the creator, the this, the that, that got them to where they are now. But if they ever want to grow the corporation, the next step is turning it into a television streaming service, which will like inevitably become corporatized. I think that's where this is headed. And for those of you that are still the non-believers of just turn restricted mode off, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal to people like us where we have to debate what to do with our future and our livelihood, as do many people that are just out there trying to make fucking educational content because you're a trans woman or a trans man and you're getting censored. And there are plenty of people in the trans community that are saying that their educational videos are getting flagged and then their, their channels are getting striked. And if you get three strikes, your channel gets fucking deleted. Like, that's wrong. That is that is blatant censorship and should not happen. That, that's just... I, a lot of that has to do with fucking YouTube heroes and shit. I'm, I'm so angry. And it's incredibly frustrating to have YouTube that does this. Like, we're so proud of our creators. We're so proud. I think it's a lot of just ego building. And a lot of people, I think, fall for it and totally fucking believe it. That, you know, we're so proud of what we created in our community. No, you answer to one thing. And that is money. And you will sell us down the river the second that that fucking comes to be an opportunity. But I I don't think it's too far-fetched either. That if everything gets too corporate on YouTube and, you know, maybe people like that were making trans educational content can no longer make money anymore. There's a lot of business that might leave. Big time. That's what I've been thinking about. It's like, when's the next platform going to come along and say, hey, guys, uh, why don't you come over here? Some of them already exist. I know, but like one that's that's very similar to YouTube, you know, Vessel you pay for and shit like that. But I just want to address that point you just made. I think it works both ways. Mm. The almighty dollar controlling people. I think it works on YouTube's end, but it also works on the creator's end. Right. And we've seen that with Vessel. Yeah, I'm not talking about Vessel. I'm just saying. Well, like, it's that was the first example of someone that actually had the funding to run around to big YouTubers and make yeah. them offers to post. It was the, the first time someone was trying to usurp fucking users. Yeah, and I honestly think at a time like this, with this thing, uh, th- th- this pattern of behavior continuing with YouTube and their interaction or lack thereof with their users and huge creators, th- all it's going to do is force a new uh, player into the mix. But what I what I wanted to say was, we're I mean we're sitting here basically calling YouTube out. We're saying, what the fuck? Like, this is, I mean, come on. Uh, it's, it's, it's shameful for me to be uh, a YouTuber. I call myself a YouTuber when uh, the platform is, is just blatantly filtering out LGBTQ videos. Like that's, that's terrifying. It's scary. It's wrong. It's wrong. It makes me feel kind of sick inside. Um, I've seen so many completely wonderful creators who have just been filtered that just makes me like so fucking pissed. And I think there's two there's subsects of people right now on the internet. There's there's those who are recognizing what's happening for what's happening and then those who are also might have an interest of their own and 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 are giving fake support and fake hey um I I agree with everyone but I'm not going to say anything to get me in trouble. Because YouTube might be paying me money or whatever. You know, I just think it's important for... They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to rock the boat. But it's like, at the end of the day, what are you? Are you a creator or are you on YouTube's team? Did you fucking betray the creators and switch over? Or are you a creator at heart? And at the end of the day, it's very easy to find who is who. Just by what they're saying right now. In very difficult fucking... Scary, terrifying, horrible times when shit like the restricted mode fucking thing happened last week... It's very important to see who is saying what. Mm. I agree, hundred percent. And it just makes me mad because it feels like you. It feels like you have these. It's like I feel like PewDiePie must felt like you have these people 
who who are supposed to have your back. And then they don't have your back. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it said a lot to me once that whole, the whole thing went down, the restricted mode went down and people were pointing out how fucking wrong it was. And then you see these people just going about their day, tweeting about some irrelevant shit. You're like, if you don't care about this, or you don't take the time to understand it, what do you care about? Like, honestly. It's empty words. And, I mean, it's easy for us to sit here because we operate on a business scale that's small enough for us to maintain integrity and do things because we think that they're right. You know, maybe YouTube at some point hit a crossroads where they're like, look, we can do the right thing 100% of the time, but our business is going to flatline and we're going to, you know become bankrupt in 10 years or we could just decide that we created something really cool and awesome and then after a certain time let's just fucking corporatize the fuck out of it which is what i think is happening they've decided like you know the people that have started it are just whatever whoever whoever's running it whatever susan fuck it whatever like we got it this far it's been real we can't have the monopoly forever let's let's turn it into what it's what it's meant to be inevitably which is a, a television streaming service but it, we don't want it to die we want it to remain as free and as open as it has been but there's not enough money in there probably for youtube to maintain itself for however long who knows who the fuck knows? But that, that's that's a perfect opportunity for someone else to create something else that could be YouTube. But the the reason why so many people turned to YouTube for entertainment was it, it it was the escape from the television, the planned programming, the the stupid fucking ads every five fucking seconds, the the feeling like everything is fake, the reality shows, the the fakeness of it. I just want to see people being people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So people came to YouTube for that. And then sooner or later, it turned into uh, people are in this for money. And here's here's my sponsor. And here's this ad. And here's this, this. And here's this, that. Mind you, as we have sponsors in this podcast. Yeah. Um, but the more it became about that, the less people wanted to pay attention to YouTube. And then you see this uproar, uproar from audiences being like, you're a sellout. You're this because all you're doing is throwing in ads. Now now this is becoming the corporate entertainment that I'm used to from my television and it's exhausting me and it's hard to find people that are making content that's just real anymore. You know what I mean? And now YouTube's going to come in and just take a giant railroad spike and smash it into the ground and say, it's been real, y'all, but we're going to make $70 billion. Goodbye, everybody. It's probably That's probably on the low end, though. Yeah. And then we're just going to have to find somewhere else to find people being people, I think. That's the worst case scenario to me. I got to be honest. This is the first time in my, what, three and a half years making videos to feed myself. Like, my primary income is YouTube. This is the first time I've ever felt like, wow, things might really change soon. Oh, I feel like I've always felt that. I know you have, but you're woke and you're always fucking thinking about shit like that. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not discounting the times when I've really been like, wow, what YouTube just did or what happened on YouTube or what's going on, on the internet is fucked up. I'm not discounting those times because I know that this hasn't been like a, the smoothest of, of seas, this, this road. It's been amazing, but there's been obviously a lot of shit happening. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where I felt like, who the fuck knows where I'm going to be posting videos in a month? Mm-hmm. Or in two months. Or, or a year. if they're the same. Know. Or I mean, if there's anything that Vine and Musically have taught us is that A, mobile is fucking gigantic. And B, like, it, I, just because you have YouTube doesn't mean I don't also want to watch people lip sync. And there's a huge market for people that want to watch people lip You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, YouTube might have a monopoly right now in this current format on this current platform and what this is. But... That can be people lost. are always going to want to watch people being people. Yeah, and I think and that YouTube, is so fucking important. And we will go. You let you mark my words, boy. We will go find people being people, and we go find them. That's why we like Snapchat, right? People will people will seek out other people's lives in some way or another. They want to be. It's my turn to touch a mic stand and stop the whole podcast. Pop popcase and pop pop popcase and pop. But that's like when we talked about Snapchat. Uh, I talked about this with Hank Green. Like the second that you start making, you know, people are making money on Snapchat or on Instagram. It makes it less fun, right? Because then you know it's people's job. You know that they're not like doing it because they want to do it. They're there because they're making money. No, there's no passion. 
anymore. No one gives a fuck anymore. It's just another way to sell things to people, right? But you still will always find the next platform where there's real people doing real things. Next month, my vlogs are going to be on LiveLeak. <laughs> LiveLeak.com slash but, but isn't that why, isn't that why Vine died? Because they, like, they all, they weren't able to monetize innately, so that like one sponsor would pay like ten of the top viners like a chunk of money, and they would all post on the same day. And everyone's like, "Vine is dead, y'all. Vine is dead." And then Vine died. You get it? We just want to see people being people without the corporate influence. YouTube, that's what you're doing. Take a fucking a, a case study at any other fucking dead technology. That's where you're going. I don't understand why you can't make corporations happy and people happy. You can. You just don't fucking want to. You want? I'm, I'm pissed and I'm leaving. I'm all leaving. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Why don't you cool off for a sec? All right. Just cool off for a sec. I heard the dogs barking. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they need bark box. Uh, oh humans. my god, guys! You know what? Let's just take a break and let's have a light little ad ad moment. If you would spend it with me, I'd appreciate it. For humans, bark box is a delivery of natural treats and super well, fun toys that. put together in a surprise theme each month. For dogs, bark box is like the joy of a million belly scratches and butt scratches too. Uh, at BarkBox.com, you choose your dog size, small and cute. 0 to 20 pounds, just right, 20 to 50 pounds, or big and bold, 50 plus pounds. Then you choose a plan. There's one, six, or 12-month plans. You get free shipping, and you can cancel any time. Every month, BarkBox Paw Picks, the best natural treats made in the USA or Canada, and awesome toys to match your dog's unique needs, uh, and sends them to you in this beautiful, cute little box. They have different themes like County Fair, uh, Bark Ball, Poo York City, or Brooklyn Hipster. Um, and if your dog doesn't like something in the box, they will send you something else for free, because they're all about dogs happy which is correct and how everyone should be. So right now, if you want a free extra month of BarkBox, subscribe to a 6 or 12 month plan at BarkBox.com slash Jenna Julian. That's B-A-R-K-B-O-X dot com slash Jenna Julian. Also, get your stees on with ThreadUp, guys. ThreadUp makes it easy to afford really expensive designer clothes for up to 90% off. It's secondhand clothing, but they make sure that you don't have to worry about quality, uh, decreasing quality, or digging through the racks at resale stores. They triple inspect each item by hand to ensure all their clothes are like new, and lots have even still the tags on when you buy them. Once you find a great deal, you order and your new items uh, will arrive folded up with care and thread up signature polka dot box. Customers have saved over $40 million a year by shop, sorry, $40 million period by shopping uh, thread up instead of retail. So go on, head over to thread up. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Jenna Julian to save even more, get an extra 40% off on top of their ridiculous discounts already. Uh, I've had a lot of people tweet me that they've tried that up and have been very, very pleased. So give it a shot. My mom and included. Yeah. She, she, she got a dope handbag. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get this new dope handbag and you don't want to lose it, you just put a little tracker inside hey, of it. Hey! Segway within a Segway. Uh, guys, when you lose your phone, you Stop. lose your wallet, you lose Don't your bags all, all the time, all you need to do is get a tracker. It's a co- tiny coin-sized device. It's this big. You can put, you put it put inside it, your BarkBox toy so that you never lose your dog toy. You can even put it on your dog's collar. It's a great Ew, way to you. track things that you do not want to lose and you don't have to worry about losing ever again. With 4.5 million devices out there, Tracker has the biggest crowd GPS network in the world, so your lost stuff shows up on a map even if it's miles and miles away. Stop losing your stuff today. There's no reason not to try Tracker because there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, which you will probably not use. Uh, head to Tracker, that's T-R-A-C-K-R dot com. Enter the promo code Jenna Julian and you'll get a free Tracker Bravo with your order. Mm-hmm. Thank you sponsors and thank, thank you. you for listening. Well, just as you're doing that, it just was making me think about how I don't, if if YouTube really goes down this road where they're they're having this corporate influence, like whether it be in advertising and, and premium demographics and, and sell, paying more to, to advertise to that specific group of people so they get a higher return on their investment uh, or whatever, I will never look at uh, YouTubers doing brand deals the same ever again. I know. Because, like... You, now you don't know if they're getting right. paid. Exactly. <laughs> well, and even with the podcast, and you guys know that I don't do brand deals on my main channel ever because it feels like a violation of trust to me because I'm like a I'm myself. But the podcast is different because this is a format it's that a we did not format. invent, yeah. and it's also an, an hour worth of content. And this is a very expensive setup. Whereas you know, for me personally, it just feels like stuffing pun- money in my pocket. It feels wrong. But this this format is when we started the podcast. But, you but said, you're not going to get that luxury on YouTube no, in the you're future not. You're because not. if if 
corporations are pushing independent creators out, you're going to see even more just sponsorships on on nothing videos because those people have to pay their you're bills. You're going to see a lot. I, I personally think you're right. I think you're going to see a lot more brand deals. I think you're going to see a lot more people who didn't normally do brand deals do some sort of branding yeah. in their videos just because you never know if their video, if their videos aren't showing up anymore and their little their views are cut in half and they're not making money or whatever like you never fucking know now yeah or i mean here's a fucking wild theory youtube if they make it a, a television streaming service and like really corporatize the whole thing they could fucking ufc reebok the whole thing where you're not allowed to have independent sponsors anymore on our platform good god that is a terrifying thought right that is th- that that's is, the end. That is, but that's the end. That's, that's, the end. that's when, that's when new tube comes along and starts fucking grabbing, poaching but, but, creators. I mean, you keep saying that, but there are other video sharing platforms that but, currently. But there's exist. not one that that. Uh, there's not a bit. There's not a, well, a huge one yet, in my opinion. I think Vessel is an exception because, because YouTube, you have to pay for YouTube it. Because YouTube has a monopoly. Exactly. It's 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 exactly what I'm saying. It's like I think something will come along, and maybe they're around now, but they will absolutely grow big and arise and kind of show themselves a lot more oh, than they are now. You know, they're just sitting there twiddling their thumbs watching YouTube. You know who's laughing though? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg's laughing, laughing his way to the bank. I mean, he's fine. YouTube's fine. Everyone's fucking fine. You know what, guys? Just, we're the joke. It's fine. We're the joke. We're not fine. We are. But it's fine. It's like, yeah, I don't think I will ever look at at brand deals the same after, you know, if this pans out the way that people are theorizing, because like, I I, I love doing what I do for a living. I love it. And I will fight tooth and nail, as I imagine any smaller creator will smaller in terms of against a corporation. You know, if I know I love you notice that, right? Jenna's just hit 17 million subscribers. She's calling herself a smaller creator because that is what she groups herself with. She's not a brand. She's not a TV network. But also, it, I, I am a tiny creator. If you're if you're bringing in television, yes, everyone is. But everyone those people also that. don't want to want to compete. Yeah. That, that's what I think was one of the most important parts about the Six Hammer video yeah, yeah. was that if you know, imagine that you're going to sell ESPN or let's think of something a little more relevant in terms of YouTube because there's no huge sports thing on YouTube happening. TMZ. Yeah, like if you're if you're TMZ, I don't want these smaller gossip channels on here. I really not that there's a huge one that anyone would compete. Think of something else like news. News. News is a yeah, perfect example. The late, the fucking I'm, show, I'm Fox the... News, and if people are going to stream me online and yeah. on television, push me to the top. Yeah, get Phil DeFranco out of here. Exactly. Get all these other news channels out of here. I don't know. Maybe this is all just fucking crazy, but this is what I think. And I think I'm in good company with people that aren't buying YouTube's Kool-Aid. I'm not drinking it. I'm not fucking on it. And I really just, I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not buying any of it. I'm not. Oh man, I'm not either. I, and I reiterating the point earlier, you know, just, just look around right now, right now, look around, see who's saying what. Cause I feel like there's a lot of people who are, who are standing up and it's very important that that happens right now. Because uh, this is this is a fucking crazy time, and I really have no fucking clue what's going to happen. You know what really hurts my feelings, though? Like, personally hurts my feelings? YouTube created my SiriusXM show with SiriusXM. They haven't promoted it a single time in three years. Not a single time. What the fuck? <laughs> It's called the YouTube 15. <laughs> I literally say YouTube like 30 times a show. Not one. Not one tweet. Not one anything. After I made the initial announcement with Susan on the VidCon like corporate YouTube, day or whatever. VidCon 2015 or 14. something. 14. 2014. Oh, oh fucking no. Like not a peep. Not one thing from them. By the way, if you haven't checked it out, go to series6xm.com slash YouTube15 because it's a fucking dank show and it plays all over the world. Even if you're in Milford, Utah, it'll come on the radio. Uh, I've known that because I live with you and you're my girlfriend and you tell me things. I feel personally victimized. I still feel surprised hearing that. I feel personally victimized by YouTube. They haven't promoted it one time. Well, you have. It's like I don't exist. You have reason to feel victimized by YouTube. like they've they've never done anything to me to my knowledge that was like I want to know why we're restricted just like on a side note see I, I have less of a problem with this I, I don't have a problem I'm just curious I'm honestly just curious like it, well, let's talk about okay. me let's talk okay, about me okay, for a second okay 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 
I think so. Sticks Hammer said in his video that it, like you can try and play squeaky clean game all you want. Like yeah. you're just okay. Now you're gonna be family friendly. Yeah. There's nothing on your channel that's even questionable. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you try and jump through their hoops. Yeah. The the end game is that you're still gonna get pushed okay. out with everybody else. The, the 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 cards are stacked against me is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. I was just wondering. Just a thought. I have no problem being is censored. Is something I did? I know. I have no problem being censored because I've sort of always known that. Yes. I you know, know what I mean? I know. Yes. And that that's that's fine by me. It's it's what I want to make. It's a more accurate representation of me as a person. And I, I didn't start it for any other reason other than to do that. So there's no reason for me to ever change that. Whether or not people are watching. It doesn't even fucking matter because I'm still gonna do me, you know. Yeah, but, uh, if you're wondering, we're never gonna say the word ish instead of shit. Oh, <laughs> just never. I will never do that. I really unsubscribe if I ever say ish. It irks me when people say ish or, or f. Yeah, if you're gonna go that far, just say. It. If you're if you're trying to like put a period on your sentence and fucking ex- exclaim something and have a, a, right. a moment of get the fuck out of here but you've seen and this. say the word you've seen this and i've seen this like back you know however many years ago when my channel was starting to take off i had so many people tell me you know if you just bleep out these swear words we can get you better brand deals which i wasn't interested in which is like speaking a foreign language to someone that's trying to make money off of you or you know we can sell better ads against your videos if you just make them so that they're not as explicit yeah. and i was like Fuck no you. you're like f you no. i don't give an s i don't give a no <laughs> like ish. there's no way yeah, yeah. you know there's a time and a place for censoring yourself and it's if you if you go do something on television it's not on youtube like if that's who you are then do it you know but, like make what you want to make yeah. not what you think people want to see or want to hear like it's for that's, you that's that's the blurb that's it's the soundbite out of everything that's important make what you want to make rather than making what you think people want to hear that's kind of like that's wraps it up for me but like this has been around for a long time to where i think now if you're pulling in restricted mode and and all of these age restrictions and whatever people will try to create something that they think will fit into that box but it's not gonna matter yeah you know what I mean? Of course. When the when the demonetization first happened and they were saying uh, curse words, this and that are not going to be monetized. Uh, oh, my God. The amount of channels I saw who were trying to explain themselves. Not, because for it's not all about me. Me, 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 me. Like, I love my cursing, guys. Fine. And, my I curse, fine. and I curse in plenty of my last videos. But moving forward, I'm not going to curse because I want to make I want you to, to be happy with me. I want them to pay me. Right. So, but it's not about you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not fucking about you. Marsha, 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 Marsha. I had a huge problem with the with the LGBTQ plus community because you are literally censoring people based on a sexual orientation, which is so flat out fucking wrong. Like, can you imagine if that was like a, a minority filter? Oh. Y'all, in case you're just offended by the presence of minorities, click this little box. Now they don't exist. No problem. In case you want it, all men YouTube. This just is click so this, fucking real right now. Click this little box. And now there's no women that exist. Like, you you are discriminating against uh, sexual orientation. I would say that this is the slipperiest, slippery slope that YouTube has ever tread on. Well, they're in big trouble. They're in big trouble if people keep digging. Wow. What? Well, subscribe to our channel while you still can, motherfuckers. <laughs> Look, I mean, the bottom line for those of you that are like, oh, I'll be really upset if, you know, I can't watch my favorite YouTubers or whatever. The the people that are going to make what they're going to make are going to, to find be, a place and yes. make it constantly. And a lot of people don't like don't do things for money and don't operate on that basis. And if they do, it will be something like uh, buy this merch or, you know, this, it supports what we do or whatever. Like you will always find a way to support the people that you like. And if there are people on YouTube that you like and you are worried about, you know, if they are a trans creator or a LGBTQ plus creator. Or who just you think, a creator who's been censored. Yes, you think that they're being unfairly yeah. censored. Like, yeah. make sure that you go out of your way to, like, support them. Make sure that they're there and yeah. okay. Yeah. And, you That's know, very important. That's very important. 
yeah, if their channel's not there, or like make a big fucking deal, like yeah. fucking tweet it at me. Yeah. I'll do my best to see it. Yeah. I can't see everything all the time, but like I really do try my best because like <sighs> what what's happening isn't okay, yeah. and we're getting pushed out. And I, in my opinion, again for the millionth time, and you know maybe this is all just a crazy fucking doomsday scenario. But you know I'd rather think this way than just be one of these people sitting here with my thumb up my fucking ass, being and like, then you turn, get just turn restricted mode off. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to say that I know for a fact that our audience, the Dink Fam, who watches the podcast, Jenna's videos, my vlogs, everything that we do collectively or individually is some of the most woke, amazing audience. You guys are so smart. Yeah. And the shit you say is funny and smart and relevant. And you guys are so educated on what's happening. So when yeah. we say when we say things like, you know, if you're worried about your favorite creators going away because of different things, we know you guys are on top of it. Yeah. Tell your friends. And Tell your friends listen, who maybe not. Listen, like straight up honest with you. We're OK right now. And if we are ever in trouble, we will let you know having to shut things down. We will we fucking will let, let you know. know. And, and, and you, you can trust that your favorite creators that if they if they hit trouble like their shit's going down. They will tell you. Yeah, they will. Because this is a two-way street of communication. Yeah. And we'll tell you and you tell us. Thank you guys for always supporting us and um, being there and listening and watching us. Uh, it's lit. It's so I hope you feel lit. fucking have sweet dreams. Tune in to Live Leak for my vlogs this week. <laughs> uh, Don't. Live Leak is terrifying. LiveLeak.com. So no, that's fucking... That, oh, man. I used to go on there when I used yeah, to Yeah, you could see people die in videos fucking, on there. Ooh. Yeah, Live Leak's gnarly. Anytime I see a GIF with Live Leak in the bottom corner, I'm like, oh, someone's mm -hmm, dying in this GIF. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Thank you, mm -hmm. Dink Fam. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, this, uh, this discussion gave you something. If you would like to, please participate. We really look forward to your yeah. comments each week. Uh, regarding the subject we're talking about. I know a lot of you guys have different experiences that we haven't seen or don't know about, so please let us know your thoughts in the comments. And I'm sure I forgot so many details and so many things to say because when I get angry, I black out the whole... I don't remember any... Where are we? I don't know. Let's do a, three si let's do a mic 360. I don't remember. <laughs> Did you just slam it against the light? It looks like you broke its arm. Doesn't it look like a broken arm? Oh my arm? god, guys, support our podcast. Guys, wait. Oh, let's snap its arm back into place. Ah! Oh my god. That's graphic. You nasty. <laughs> All right, one more 360 for the road. No, mine hits the light. I can't do that. Oh, mine's lost. All right, sorry for being so angry. All right, yeah, Internet. thank you guys. Uh, Next week, let's have something light and fun, yes? Yeah. Okay. All right, thanks, guys. Bye, dang fan. Bye.